0: This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, helping the people of the world to live healthy lives.
1: Welcome everyone. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you all for joining me today. Boy, do I have a treat for you all. My guest and conversation will be sure to get you thinking about the essence of life. What will make you really happy and therefore healthy? Joining me today is Enrico Colantoni, a Canadian actor and director. I will leave the introduction up to you, Enrico.
0: Well, I can say hi, everyone. I'm Enrico Colantoni. And as the good doctor said, that I'm her guest today. And we're going to have a conversation about, I hope, the essence of life. But I'm an actor. I've been an actor for the past... 40 years of my life. I've been on shows, Just Shoot Me and Veronica Mars and films like Galaxy Quest. And of course, Canadian audiences would know me from Flashpoint where I played Sergeant Greg Parker. Uh, Some people might know me from uh, Person of Interest or um, most recently uh, Station Eleven. And uh, I also do um, philanthropy work with um, such charities that deal with post-traumatic stress and first responders. And I owe that to my time at Flashpoint uh, and dealing and working with um, like real retired police officers who are still dealing with uh, mm. occupational stress injuries. You know?
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's yeah. interesting. Good yeah. for you.
0: You take on a role, and being you know, act. Most actors are empathetic. They take it on. You bring it home with you. It's hard not to bring anything home with you, right? I'm sure you suffer from the same thing. as like, yeah. how do you leave it at the door? How do you How do you forget what you've spent your whole life training for and then going to work and then coming home and trying to be something else? Which is why the craft of acting is so beneficial for me because it's about role-playing. It's about make-believe and categorizing where you are and who you are and what time frame you're living in and just an awareness of of, you know, our identity and how we identify ourselves.
1: You and I have had countless conversations about the craft and the art of acting.
0: What we've just met, though.
1: (laughs) That's right. Just about 30 seconds. uh, I pulled uh, him off the road. That's it. (laughs) He was doing a first responder thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I find it interesting. I think one of the reasons why we have great conversations is because we both understand the essence of life is not simply living. It's about understanding what's going to make us happy. And it's going to be something different every day right every day i find something else to be happy about to look forward to and i feel like acting can help us do just that
0: i agree with you uh, but how do, how does one become specific with that it sounds like oh we need to find something every day to make us happy but what is what does that even look like how does that how do you access joy until we understand that we come from joy and we come from love and you know when we're talking about essence of life we're talking about a personal essence, the mm-hmm. essence of us, and how everything comes from love and joy. And to remember that, though, I think that's the key. One is to accept that that's who we are. And secondly, to you know be comfortable enough to share it and express it. My daughter, after three years of traditional uh, university, realized with the pandemic that she just wasn't doing very good online. and And I, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. There's such a disconnect when you're when you're on Zoom, when you're trying to absorb essence, Mm -hmm. right, in person. So she's uh, she's decided to drop out and go to theater school and to be an actor like her dad. Mm -hmm. And I've never known her to be happier. I've never known her to confront the demons that are in her in a uh, healthy environment, in a safe environment where she's allowed to find her voice. And I think... That's really important for anybody at the beginnings of their of their lives as a as a late teen or an mm-hmm. early an early adult, um, because to be able to speak loud and speak on your breath mm-hmm. allows you and builds confidence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I, I I think everybody should at least access some form of art. I don't I don't understand it. It seems so counterintuitive today because we're taking it away from. Early education—we're taking it away from, and we're just ma- not making it important. Anybody who uh, commits themselves to at least, a, you know, a part-time mm-hmm. process, will that will enable them to do anything better because it teaches you how to communicate, it teaches you how to look someone in the eye, it teaches you how to, you know, shake someone's hand and stand and deliver uh, your feelings and be be emotionally intelligent, as opposed to denying. Uh, and living out of fear.
1: And I I, I think that is so valid. And you said something that just, you know, it makes the most sense. We are afraid to express ourselves. We're afraid to express our true essence, whether it's the dark side of us. And when I say dark, I don't mean, you know, we're angry and all that, but our dark thoughts, our insecure thoughts, our thoughts that maybe we're not good enough, our thoughts that maybe we can't look somebody in the eye and, you know, have conviction in how we stand and what we want to, how we want to express ourselves. And that's where I feel like, and I've watched movies, and not just your movies, although they're all fantastic and you're very funny. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But That's you, scripted, by the way. Yeah, that, that was in the script. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I find it fascinating that You can take on a role and you can be in that role. And for that short period of time, you can portray a character and you can be something that maybe you aren't on a daily basis. And that gives you power, right? Gives you the essence of life.
0: Yes. First of all, let me go back to what you said earlier about being able to express how we're feeling. I think it's more important to be able to identify what we're feeling. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily to express it because we could be anger angry at someone and express that anger onto someone, and that's not fair. But to be able to identify, I'm feeling angry. I am feeling angry, and I need to deal with this, and I need to be responsible for my feelings. But to access that, one needs to identify it first before you can express Mm -hmm. it in a loving, gentle way. So having said that, what I do, um, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out (laughs) because it started off as something... Self-indulgent, you know. I wanted to just—I uh, wanted to, 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 as the the Italian say you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I I definitely found uh, a path to um, to vomit and mm-hmm. to be loud and to be angry and to be be all those things that I wasn't allowed to be at home mm-hmm. in a safe environment. And then it became about the job of course and then you realize oh my god no i'm tapping into something bigger than not bigger than life itself but bigger than the predictability of life mm-hmm. you know it's it's an extension it's it's outside of life you're really tapping into the divine when you're in when you're experiencing any art form when you're allowing your ego out of the way and you're just allowing the spirit to come through so when you see an actor in a film or on a tv show you're really seeing, yes, the character, but their spirit. And hopefully it's a spirit of love and joy that reflects yep. reflects in the audience. I think that's why we do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We are reflectors uh, of the audience, and we allow an audience, if they're savvy enough, to understand that the imagination is the most incredible commodity that a human being has. And how we imagine our lives is how we we create our lives it's through the imagination and it's through believing in that imagination and that vision that allows us to be creative because we all are we're all actors we're acting every day of our lives right but are we aware of it can we access it do we know what's going on or are we just sort of unconscious and living our days creating a life because we all are creating something that's right and you know and it's different than you know painting on a mural or or playing music because we're all walking and talking and breathing we're all actors mm-hmm. we're not all painters we're not all music although that's not true either we all feel music we all m- move musically we're all musically inclined so we're tapped into the cosmos
1: yeah and you you say that so eloquently and i love that we talk about this we are all actors. We are all artists. Guess what? We're all musicians. It's just a matter of what you prefer to enjoy in that day. And you said something before that, you know, you didn't really know. Why you became an actor, it became a passion, a way to express yourself, and then it became a job, but it really is your essence. And when you talk about taking on a role, well, guess what? I may not be a professional actor, but I can pretend to be something in a day when I'm not maybe having the best day, right? Or I may be not having the best year. I can pretend to be something that I think is going to make me feel good about myself and is going to inspire me to live my best life because I think that's what. We all ultimately want is to live our best life, and through acting and through the arts, I feel like we can get there, and we are all divine, and we all have that ability and that's why I think it's so great that we have these conversations and we can joke about it, but there is some real essence and seriousness to the conversation
0: mm, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did I say that well enough? No of course,
0: of course, of course, but I think I think when you say pretend. People get scared of that because they think they're not being their authentic selves. If I'm pretending, then I'm not being real. And what, what I think everybody needs to understand is that it's all, it's all really pretend. Mm-hmm. We're all living in a land of make-believe. You know, you, you know, at an early age decided to be a healer, a hands-on healer, mm-hmm. you know. That's something that it's an internal journey for you that you tapped into, that you heard that voice. You decided to say yes to that voice. That's not necessary, Claudia. That's the, you know, the source, the source that makes us all pretend to be something mm-hmm. when we're not really. I mean, I don't, you know, maybe we're getting a little too esoteric. But, <laughs>
1: no, I like but, it.
0: But, um, you know, humanity is pretending to be something. We're always looking to identify ourselves as something. It's always changing. But I think we're missing the, the, the bigger truth is that it's all an effect of, of, uh, of life itself. Like, I mean, we're not. It's not limited to just this planet. Oh my God, we're connected to to, to infinity. Yeah. Let's say you know, mm-hmm. I don't know how long this planet itself has reincarnated. I mean, just to you know how many times it's suffered and destroyed and rebirthed, and it's like I don't know. I have no sense of time. Yep. But here we are again. Uh, some people might say we're stuck. Other people might say this is this is all there is. But
1: And I agree with that. I feel like a lot of people feel stuck. People feel stuck in life. So you can't look at one person and say, you know, they have it all. Because that tends to be the human experience and the human perception. I agree. But we don't all have it all, and we can always chase something different.
0: I think that's that's being aligned to the universe itself, because... You know, what we know is the physical universe. Mm-hmm. Sci- in sci- in scientific terms, it's always expansive. It's always ex- expanding and growing and expressing itself. So we're a part of that. Why shouldn't we want more and expand more and need more? We're never done. Right. We're never done. There's no such thing as retirement, especially in my business, right? You, people die on stage. That's it. You know what I mean? There's no sense of like, okay, now what am I going to do? No, I'm an actor. and And the other point about what an actor does, I mean, you know, we're time travelers in a sense, because when we're living and acting in some other time period or some far off galaxy, that I mean, that's real. Mm -hmm. You know, we're reminding our audience that it's all real. And when we look at science fiction, we understand where we're headed and what we really are. We're all of it. We're all of it. If we can imagine it, then it's possible, you know, whatever we can imagine lives in the realm of possibility. And not only possibility, the probability and already exists on some level. You know what I mean? You're dreaming about that Tesla. It's not because the Tesla doesn't exist yet. It's because it's right there. So it's all... We can, it's like, it's incredible how how the sandbox that we all live in.
1: When we come back, more from Enrico Colantoni about why theater classes should be part of our school curriculum from elementary to post-secondary. This is the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Connect with us on Twitter at 1059 The Region or call 416 335 1059 or email info at 1059 The This is 1059 The Region.
1: The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 1059 The Region. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. It's a great show. I'm talking to Enrico Colantoni. He is talking about and talking to me about the essence of life and how we are all a potential, we are all imagination, we are all divine. And it's just a matter of how each and every one of us is going to tap into that source to help us feel like we're living our best life. Before the break, you mentioned that we are all imagination, that if we could all just tap into that essence. And for you, it was not only about, oh, I just want to be an actor. You realized, you learned as the years progressed that there was more to acting than meets the eye. It wasn't just about acting and expressing. There was a deeper understanding and a deeper commitment um, to the to the gift and to the art of acting. What do you think we should be doing with art and acting in, for our young children, how can we include that so we our young ones can really understand how to be um, who they are destined to be?
0: Well, I think you don't have to teach young people how to be creative. You know, they're just they come out expressive and alive, and they're already tapped into the source. And then we get uh, we get domesticated, and we learn the rules and how to behave, and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And that becomes, um, you know, a moral issue and, you know, a legal issue. And so we, we, we become afraid. But allowing ourselves to go to a theater class, an acting class, a painting class, a music class, learning music, we're tapping into the invisible. You know, and the invisible is where we come from.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? It's true. It's like anything that exists in the here and now started in someone's imagination, and it becomes manifest. It becomes, you know, the acorn be- becomes the oak tree. Everything operates at that level, and we're not any different from that. It's like it all starts somewhere. If we, if we increase, if we, if we begin to believe what we're capable of and who we are, and that comes from. Any kind of art form, not just acting, but anything, because it is expansive. All art form is expansive, and it allows us to believe who who we really are and what we're capable of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's yes. vital to being human. You know, it's vital to being happy. We can't just keep watching Netflix and think, oh, this is very educational or... Or just listening to music. No, we have to participate. We all need to participate on some level.
1: And that is, I think, the key point. Is that it's about our participation. So... Just because I'm not an actor, I can pretend to be an actor. If that's what I like and if that's what my underlying passion is, then I can act. I can go join a theater and and do like a small production and participate. If art is my, you know, side passion, aside from my daily grind, then I can draw. And whether I believe I'm good or not or whether I believe I'm qualified to act or not, that's not the point the point is you're doing it you're expressing yourself you're getting out that energy because we're all energy so it just depends on how you want to utilize that energy and how you want to draw it into your life and how you want to express it so if you take that energy and you do something with it whether you want to try to learn to play guitar or piano or just listen i think that's the point
0: yeah i think that's the entry point to give us a vocabulary of what we are the, that's why it's important in schools mm-hmm. you have you have a gateway into the creative but architecture is creative cooking is creative what you do is creative you've built you've built a a a, a health center yep. that comes from a creative mind that come it didn't exist 20 years ago nope it's it's in the flesh now you've you've made something manifest mm-hmm. and but that's why it's important to just focus on it at an early age because then you understand the fluidity of life. You understand that it's always moving forward and when we're feeling stuck and we're feeling depressed or we're feeling like we're in the mud, we know that that's not our natural state. You know, you look at Vaughn, you look at how creative Vaughn is becoming in, in its own mm-hmm. unique way. The buildings that are coming, the transportation, that's all coming from a creative energy. And um, so, I, you know, I, I feel bad for the architect who doesn't understand that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel bad for him who's just about, you know, bottom line and... You know how much money they're going to make mm-hmm. when they don't really know what they're tapping into without an understanding, and that's why it's important to have it at an early age if you if you have an appreciation for a painting and what it does to you yeah. how it, it how it ignites the imagination and the, you see things upon then you know that that's not the end result, but it's just like going it's expanding and expanding and you're part of that expansiveness. I don't think I'm disagreeing with you because I love what you're saying. But just to pretend that you're an actor isn't enough. Right. It's really to understand that we're already creative. Mm-hmm. You've created a life by having children and you're watching them grow and you're, you've are you got flowers growing in your garden and just like the expansiveness of your own personal life. But to not be aware of what's happening and mm-hmm. not to be accountable to what you're doing and being responsible for your own emotions, that's the mistake when we start blaming the world, why why I'm not here, why I'm not there, why am I sick, why am I dying of cancer, why am I, why, 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 why is not the answer, it's not the question we need to be asking.
1: We shouldn't be asking the whys, we should be asking what. What, exactly. What is gonna make me happy? Like what, what is gonna make me happy? What's gonna make me healthy? And it's so important that we understand that. I completely agree with you. But I'm gonna take it back. So you get a script, kind of like the one I sent yeah, you. But, <laughs> I know. Uh... but you get this script, okay? So you've agreed to take on this role, okay? This is an agreement. So you agree that this is the role you're gonna take. What excites you about that that role, about that character that you can play? Because it's always a character. So what excites you? Do you look for that when you're accepting a role? Do you really encompass that character? And like you said in the very beginning of our segment, how do you separate the two? Because I'll be honest with you, I struggle with separating my work from my life, from my patients, I care about them, and you do the same thing.
0: Here's the thing that's misunderstood about actors and it's like, oh, they played such a different character. But you don't understand, like any good actor Will make it their own because of who they are. Even Laurence Olivier, who was the master of noses, and <laughs> you know he morphed into different characters, was still it was still a different performance than than what John Gielgud would have given because of because of their own personal essence. So da- when you see Daniel Day Lewis, his performance, no matter how brilliant it is or his process, it's all the same character played by a different actor would be a different. Right, a dip, It would just be a different yep. performance. Okay. So we can't ever separate our, ourselves from who we are, right? So when I read something, let me go back again. Everything written is about forgiveness. It's about we're forgiving ourselves, we're forgiving another person, we're moving forward. Every Everything that you see on TV or film is what life could be, an example of what communication looks like when two people are really trying to figure something out. They figure it out in an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, that, that doesn't happen in life. You know, We don't fall in love in an hour and a half. We don't right. resolve issues in an hour and a half, but we remind an audience that it's possible, that this is the process, that forgiveness is possible, that that's why we're here and that's what every story ever written is about that. And so you if you recognize that immediately in a script, then I then I gravitate toward that. If it's just about death and misery and all that stuff and you don't really get a sense, it's like, uh, it, it's just not aligned with, mm-hmm. with who I am. But if it's about, if there's laughter and there's joy and there's there's funny and there's, a, you know, there's there's a sense of mm-hmm. aliveness. There's you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It has it's to refle- be you. It has to be yes. me. Okay, I it, love that. It has to be me.
1: I love that you said that yeah. because you said something that made the most sense acting, drawing, music, what I do, everybody, doesn't matter what job you have, you get to choose. So you get to choose the script that you're attracted to because it's going to be the essence of you. And that's what we are missing. Bingo, right? We're, we get choices so maybe we're just making the wrong choices and that's why our lives are taking a different path than what we really want, because we're just not we're just not realizing that we have choices. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> I absolutely agree with you. And when you go to a theater program, that's what they that's what they train you to do. You're making choices. You're always making choices. Mm-hmm. Hamlet is a character that constantly is changing his mind and making choices. If we understand the difference between a positive choice and how it affects the world, or a negative choice that just like makes us that compresses us, Mm -hmm. that doesn't expanse, it doesn't feel it feels contracted, we know the difference, right? So I think this is where we fall. We fall out of sync when we base our choices on the exterior instead of the interior voice. What's safe, what's secure, what will make me money. Those are all, I mean, those are all valid choices, but you're choosing based on that. Right. That not, That's not necessarily going to feel something. But if you're listening to that inner voice, that little voice that says, you know what, maybe maybe you want to start painting. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you want to pick up that guitar after 20 years, you know, but immediately you've got a mother, father, uncle, relative saying, how are you going to, how are you going to pay the living? bills? How are you yeah. going to pay bills. Yep. And I'm not saying everybody needs to be a creative, but some people wake up and go, I really want to be a lawyer because I see the effects that it could have on the world. I really want to be a doctor because I want to see an 80-year-old have an extra 10 years Mm -hmm. with with a smile on their face. If that's what you're visualizing, then oh, my God, thank God that you're here you know but the guy who's saying i want the ferrari cuz that's all i want for me is like oh, okay all right that's that's a choice
1: if somebody thinks they're happy and is living happy you know what good for them but it's for those people we're trying to reach yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah right? exactly right
1: exactly. that that are just so not happy and yeah. don't know why yeah you said before that you know children have the essence and if you think about what we did as kids, I rode my bike and I felt freedom. You know, when you got to ride your bike by yourself without your mom and dad with you, that was freedom. Um, when you got to walk to school by yourself, that was freedom. Those little things brought me so much joy. Mm-hmm. And as adults, if we could tap into that childhood essence, we mm-hmm. could find out what really made us happy when we were seven, mm-hmm. eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. Then we can follow that when we're older and my ripe middle age, and yours as well. Mm-hmm. What is one message that you would like to leave with everyone today, besides the fact that this is the best podcast you've ever been on? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> First of all, this is the best podcast I've ever been on. And secondly, again, I just wanna change the English of what you're saying. It's an acceptance of who we are. Not, we don't necessarily have to tap into anything. Okay. We don't have to do anything. Just look at yourself in the mirror and say, you're still that six-year-old kid. You haven't changed. You haven't, you might be 50 or 60 years old, you're still that six year old kid, that six year old kid who grew up in trauma or whatever. But before that, before you knew that the soul was was hurt, before you understood what pain was like, before you, you know, you understood what being hurt was, that's who we still are.
1: Absolutely adore that. And I'm going to remember that every day moving forward. And I hope that we helped our listeners do that today too. Thanks, and Rico, for having, thanks for having me. thank tonight. you so much for being here. Honestly, yeah. it's my absolute pleasure. Yeah. We're going to do it again. So just to give the listeners a little teaser, we are? unless you don't agree to it. But no, of course. just today, no, not, uh, not yeah, maybe yeah. not today, <laughs> but a little teaser. We're going to have a series of these life altering, life changing conversations. So with, stay with tuned. Me, with, with me you. Or with other
0: people? No, with you. Oh, good. Don't cheat on me. Doug. No, no, I won't. Okay, definitely okay.
1: not. <laughs> Anyways, I wish you a fantastic day. But if listeners want to reach you, do you do social media?
0: I'm not there, but I guess the best way is Twitter because I'll check that Twitter and I'm I'm at Rico Colin <laughs>
1: Excellent. At At, Rico. Yeah,
0: at Rico, R I C O C O L A N T O N
1: I. Excellent. And you can always find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Macchiella or my website, Claudiamacchiella.com. That's my show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thanks for listening, and I hope this helps you live your best life.
0: The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.